I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to Cooking Balls. This is another off-season shitcast. Do we call it shitcast or shit postcast or I don't know? It's called shitcast. Oh, off-season yeah. crap. My, my name is Heath and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past. I do. Lots of controversy coming out of the uh, the Red Deer Curling Classic. Uh, <laughs> oh, last week. yes, I did. I oh, read fuck. this. I read this. I read yep. this. Yeah, so the 2014 Olympic gold medalist... Uh, Three of his mates, they decided they're going into the Red Deer Curling Competition. In, in, uh, somewhere in Canadian. Canada. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in Canada. So, so Red Deer, is that a region or are they actually, you know, throwing deer down ice? I, I think you win a Red Deer. And, <laughs> yeah, it sucks when you have to pass on the next year used. Um, so It's a knockoff uh, Canadian Red Bull brand. It's got red <laughs> it comes, it's uh, like Red Bull, but it's maple syrup flavoured. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've decided to enter the curling competition. And Sorry, I'm just going to go register that. <laughs> As you know, curling's a serious sport in, in Canada. If you didn't know that, then you do now. I think so. Canada and maybe one or two Scandinavian countries, yeah. and that's it, was, it. I actually saw there's is an Australian Curling Federation. and uh, they <laughs> There's an Australian Ice Hockey League too. but Yeah, but the thing is, I think I'm a chance to get an Olympic uh, berth with uh, curling because... I looked at their uh, national champions. There was three teams. Yeah. So I reckon uh, if... We could have a team. Who, who's the best sweeper here? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll ask my wife, but <laughs> she'll say no. Just no. Because, um, you know, it seems like lawn bowls got easier because someone can sort of sweep and change the way it's moving on the way down. Just get a Dyson on your back. <laughs> That's, you should, like, somebody's got to invent... They call the, they call them rocks. Sure. That they, they curl with, you know, the, the uh, slide. I have no idea. They, yeah. You've got to be able to remote control one of them like a Roomba. Yeah. Well, I only ever see them, because they have to have skates on. You've got to skate about three metres, which I might struggle with. Yeah, no skates. No, they have shoes. Oh, do they? Oh, they yeah. really? Um, but you only see them push forward. They never put yeah. any spin on it. So I reckon that's where the Australians can actually... You, you're going to bowl a flipper. I reckon so. Yeah. I mean, a top spin is probably going to be hard, but you yeah. can get a leg break in there, I reckon. Surely. All right, you know, so, just get a nice spin, and then it hits one of the other rocks, and yeah. And I think the the rocks there they look like pretty much every ice container that Grandma had everywhere in Australia. <laughs> yeah. you know, those apple the, ones, you pull yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently yeah. they're worth money now. Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> the ones that aren't beaten to hell it's anyway, because they lasted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, old mates got got his mates together, entering the Red Deer Classic for curling. Um, decided to have a couple of beers beforehand. Uh, when I say all, a, all good stories start this way. When I say a few, they actually posted a photo on Instagram with them at a table full of beers and had yeah. Team Corona 2.0. <laughs> corona. Uh, oh, yes. Corona. It's the kind of photo that Booney looked at and went, yeah, nice lads. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you went Corona. And yeah, 
proceeded to get absolutely hammered, abused the fuck out of the players and staff, <laughs> then went into the dressing room and trashed everyone else's everyone else's shit. He made it worthwhile. Yeah. Was the, the, was the, the team out. called the Rockstars? It was called that, Corona 2.0. And yeah, for unsportsmanlike behaviour, they got kicked out for. I'm like, <laughs> this is Canada to a T. Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those ones that's uh, when he goes back out, you know, he's, I, I saw he, he gave a tweet, you know, he said, yeah. I'm removing myself from the team and going to get the help I need, blah, blah, blah. As soon as he gets back in his hometown, like, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets shouted a few beers. If yeah. it was in America, they just, the reasons would be your your charge list from the police. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just unsportsmanlike and uh, that's it. You have to be removed from from the, the Red Deer Classics. So, I mean, whoever came first after that must have been stoked because yeah. if he's a gold medalist, <laughs> he was probably a shoo-in. Exactly. Nobody's talking about him. Or maybe he bet on the person that come that would have... Eventually come first. No, I'm going to go with the drunken dickhead. Yeah, that's probably right. Not uh, financial genius. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. If we, if we can never get into the Red Deer Classic as an Australian, <laughs> Australian team, um, we could probably drink them under the table. Um, I think if we just turn up, the Canadians would be too polite to tell us to go away. This is true. Yeah. Well, there is that. Well, this is a Canadian only, eh? It's like, yeah, well, we're Australian, the Commonwealth, same thing. We can, oh, we can get I'd... drunk and not get ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the odds of that, though? Oh, slim to none, but uh, if we can do it once. <laughs> exactly. All right, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? <laughs> well, um, a few weeks back we talked about the uh, UFC and one fighting doing that quasi-trade. Quasi-trade with Mighty Mouse and Ben yep. Askren. Um, ben Askren's come in and he's decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk my way into some big fights. <laughs> and so he decided to target Co- uh, Cody Colvington. Now, look, there might be people less popular than, than Cody Colvington, but... Uh, not many. No, Not... he's he's played the role of villain very obviously, but yeah. it's worked. So good he's, on him. He's pure heel turn. Um, and the funny thing is, that's pretty much what Askren's come out and said. Like he's doing, and he's doing really good um, vignettes, if you yeah. like. Uh, there was one where he's talking to oh, I can't remember. It might have been um, uh, Ariel Huani or something. And he's just doing a on the spot, you know, yep, vox pop mic doorstop. And uh, he's like, no one likes Colby Covington. His mum doesn't like him. And guy walking by, this guy, this guy here doesn't even like Colby. Hey, hey, do you like Colby Covington? He's like, nah, fuck him. It's like, <laughs> perfect, played it perfectly. He's like, see, no one fucking likes him. For the wrestling fans, that's Shawn Michaels and Stan for a very famous promo clip. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's uh, teeing that up nicely. And it, you do love when, you, you know, most of that build-up's going to be fake. Oh, really? But, yeah. but with uh, Colby, I feel like he doesn't know it's fake. I feel like he actually has bought into this. He's convinced himself of the, of the persona. Well, yeah. he did take his championship belt to the White House and put it on Donald Trump's desk. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't it's a real championship away, yeah. belt. Yeah. But, well, it was yeah. in, uh, interim or something like that. So it sounds like we need an Askren uh, Black Beast mashup on Instagram. Get them together for a story. That'd be great. I'm I'm with Joe Rogan on the uh, Derek Lewis as well. Yeah, one of the best social media it was awesome. uh, proponents out there. <laughs> Hello, white people. <laughs> My balls was hot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to Ben Askren getting a good run in the UFC because you know as a champion wrestler, uh, yeah. he's coming from a, a pretty good base, literally and figuratively. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Especially yeah. because he was hyped up so ridiculous. Uh, and when one took him on, it was like a, a steal almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him and GSP was a super fight everyone was wanting for, for years and years. Um, do you reckon GSP's coming back? I think he'll come back for a fight. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll only be. Uh, I th- well, I think they want Connor for sure. That's going to be the massive money fight. But I think he wants Khabib. 
Yeah, that'd be a better fight. Yeah, because he's, um, he's, he's all about legacy now. He won't take yeah. a fight if it's not for something that's going to, you know, expand that. Whereas um, Connor now... And I think not... GSP's just far too big for... Um, well, that's, they're saying he's... Well, yeah, he's in trying, the last size, fight, yeah. Size-wise. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to get 155, apparently, so... Yeah, don't like it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd even like Whitaker and GSP because yeah, I think it's amazing. just an old bit test. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Um, I also saw that Anderson Silva's been, uh, he's on yeah. the fight card for Australia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is it the Melbourne card or the Adelaide one? I want to say Melbourne. I think it's the Melbourne sure. one yeah, too. Adesanya. It's going to be a fucking amazing yeah. fight. Amazing fight. We, I'm glad there's, I mean, okay, Anderson's not the, person, uh, the same fighter he was, no. um, but he's still a name. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he'll pull out some crazy shit. And it means yeah, they put, they're putting on a decent card. Yeah, yeah. That's what it means to me. Um, and they're holding it at Rod Laver too, rather than Eddie Had. Better which, idea, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. it's a better it's a stadium for it. Like Eddie yeah. Had's, yeah. you think of uh, Australian football as one of the, the biggest playing arenas yeah. of uh, well, any large sport. So yeah. you've got someone in up in the back rows looking at a tiny little figure. No, watching the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Watching the big yeah. screen, that's what they're doing. And it's, just, it's not meant for that. But whereas yeah. uh, an arena that hosts... So, uh, concerts and tennis and whatnot. Yeah. You know, you're on top of the action. Yeah. yeah, and look, you'll get fewer people in, but realistically, trying uh, to get fifty five thousand Eddie Hat would always be well, impossible. And you know, they did it once. Well, they get sixty uh, for the Rousey right there. Um, Holly Holm fight. Yeah. That's still the record. Um, but and they, I do remember on the broadcast they were saying the crowd is so respectful. That's a very kind way of saying quiet. Yeah, it's yeah. because there's no atmosphere because it's just so wide and, and so yeah. big. Um, and you know, three quarters of the people that paid a thousand bucks are sitting on the floor in the fiftieth row. Yeah, it's yeah. no good when you're sitting on the floor with no uh, incline. Fuck no. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's much better. You know, basketball stadiums, tennis courts—they're they're great because they're built up around it, and so mm-hmm. people can view it properly. And you know, that's why you get you know your fifteens and your twenty thousands, and that's all you need. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think it's much better that way. Well, and realistically, too, most money's made off pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And I think uh, it helps sell the pay-per-view uh, while you've tuned in Yeah, oh, uh, if there's atmosphere there. Is it a pay-per-view, this one, though? Because if yeah, it's not pay-per-view, it's media rights, and which is the same shit, really, yeah. isn't it? Um, you know, what, that's what you're saying. Um, also today, is it in the one championship, or was it Ryzen that Tito fought... Uh, neither. It was for Golden Boy. A Golden they Boy, of course, it was. Of course it was. Uh, Tito fighting um, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, which is the third matchup for them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 20 years apart since the last one. Yep. Uh, and yep. looked every moment of it. I think it was 15 since the last one. 20 years, like 18 since the first it's, one. It's closer to 20 than 10. Yeah. And 10's ridiculous. So yep. um, uh, I watched the GIF, um, which was enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a reason why Chuck retired 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the uh, the Twitter progression where all the current fighters are saying, oh, you know, uh, turn about the clock. I'm looking forward oh. to this. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, who knows? I'm on Team Tito. Yeah, I'm on yeah. Team Iceman. And then it's like, fuck. Well, even um, uh, DC afterwards, you know, who's Mr. Positivity and, and great. He yeah. just put, this is sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was. Yeah. And I mean, you could, you could definitely tell the, the general population knew that by pay-per-view buyers, which were, yeah. fuck all of the full oh, price. That's right. They even had a Black Friday sale for their pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> and then discounted it even further yeah. after that. Yeah, this is why I'd never be the first to buy anything, because yeah. you never miss out on the discounts, like, well, always. And that was, uh, it's, it is a shame on that side of it too, because they were trying to build something here to get um, more percentage of the pay-per-view buys for the fights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and as it turned out, nobody wanted to watch the fight. So, no. Um, well, to kick off your marquee... Your marquee sort of fight from Golden Boy, it wasn't the best one to, to do. Um, 
I mean, no, the big names, but... It's like Jordan coming back in for the Wizards. Yeah. Kind of like, look, respect where you came from. It's like come back for the Doncaster Sharks, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. nothing wrong with the Doncaster Sharks. I'm sure, that's the, I'm sure that's the name. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They won the flag a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know what's happened since then. Um, all right, we may as well talk a little bit about the footy because it was actually something that happened in the last week in AFL. Who got arrested for DUI? <laughs> Who was it? Uh, last night it was uh, Jeraka. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was at schoolies, that's why. <laughs> but let's not worry about that. It was up in the Northern Territory. Um, so we had the draft uh, for the first time split over two days. So What do you think about that? Uh, dumb. Yeah, um, same. I, and Lee Matthews came out and said on Twitter, the worst of the fact of this is a perfect example of a waste of time. The 200,000 or so of us that watched it, um, you know, can, can attest to that. I, I think what he's trying to say is that was boring as shit but I still watched it. Yeah. And if they did it again, it'd be as boring as shit, but I would watch it again. Yeah. And I kind of agree. It was a farce for the first round because it was so obvious that they've gone, well, we need TV. So Carlton, you've, you're going to pick Sam Walsh. You've decided you're going to pick Sam Walsh in about February because uh, yeah. you know how shit you were and you're taking your whole five minutes. Thank you. Yep. No worries. Yeah. And then Gold Coast. So you've got picks two and three. You've known who Carlton are going to take since March. And you'll take your full ten minutes, yeah, because we we need some interviews, we need some highlight yeah. reels, you know. Let's let's pad it out as much as we can. Well, like we said before about any sort of uh, draft for AFL, what they need is they need um, inside cameras in the whatever they call their war yeah, room, yeah. where they, you see the actual behind the scenes process of how they go about selecting someone. Obviously, teams want to protect that, but if everyone's in the same boat, then there's no yeah. advantage that's going to be given well, out. It was good they showed a little bit of it, um, but on the first night, it's like we said, Carlton. Carlton have already decided months ago. All, yeah. all the discussions happened. Yeah. yeah, it's all done. So yeah, it just reminds me of playing five hundred. Like when you've you've called trumps, yeah. and then you know someone leads against you. Like oh, I have to throw that one out. Can't have that. But then you've, you're holding on to that joker, trying to find a time to play it. And that's the same as what they're doing. They're like, yeah. all right, we want these players. Nah, he's gone. He's gone. Right. Well, there's the next one on the list. You don't. I don't see why they have five minutes. It should be like thirty seconds. Like we're going to go with you want a speed round. Done. Yeah. <laughs> you got thirty seconds, otherwise you're done. No, no. Or, or every team has a clock, and you've got you yep. got five minutes for the entire draft. It's like chess. Yeah, yeah. you got to stop it when the yep. next person's turn. Yep. Um, and That'd work. Or you can trade in a pick to get an extra five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. Why not? Um, there was multi ball. Uh, uh, there was something else uh, about the opening round. Oh yeah, that's right. They had uh, when they did show inside the boxes. Um, and I think that was just the corporate boxes uh, that they right. were using. Um, there one guy, okay, so if we match that pick, we give up this, this, and this, and then we get that. Is that what everyone wants to do? Yep. We're okay? Yep. Agree? Okay. And we'll click okay. My, fascinating, oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You've explained to them yeah. what they already knew. It's like trying <laughs> yeah. to teach grandma how to use Facebook. Funny part is the bloke on the laptops clicked five minutes ago. He's like, yeah. come on, mate. <laughs> That's the other thing. I thought, I wonder if the bloke on the laptop actually works for the clubs or if he works for the AFL because he's the one that knows how the program actually works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that the clubs um, had uh, time beforehand, but you want to make sure of that. <laughs> that not, would be funny. Not click I'm, someone I'm, else. It's frozen. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Hang on. There's adverts coming up. I don't want tranny fucking Terry and Sexy motherfuckers. Alex well, Jones <laughs> trouble. Goddamn kids must have been on my computer again. <laughs> Um, well, the, 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 the internet did crash at uh, Marvel Stadium the night before during the test run, but uh, yeah. all worked out at the end. Yeah, actually, see, they're expanding Marvel Stadium. They put out uh, to tender uh, a couple of weeks back. Yeah, yeah, but, they said that when they bought it. Yeah, on both ends, though. I, yeah. I knew they were expanding the um, 
building a massive hotel or some shit. Yeah, there's the Channel 7 right. area and the AFL house bit, yeah. which is all getting converted into retail and mixed use and whatnot. But on the city side as well. Yeah, yeah. Doing that whole bit's getting expanded and they're looking at actually building over the train tracks. Um, there's something else I know a little inside word about Marvel Stadium is all the corporate function rooms they have in there, they've yeah. renamed them all. Yeah. So they used to have dicky odd names, and so now there's the Parker Room, yeah. the Stark Room. So there's all, you know, the surnames of the um, uh, comic book yeah. characters. So, yeah, there's, I don't know, just something interesting. There's a Lee there. Room somewhere. So I always wondered, was not. the Victory Room named after someone or just to celebrate a victory? I'd have to go in there to figure it out. Um, I've yeah, been there a couple of know. times. It's just a room. Oh, there you go. With a bar and a carvery sometimes. Um, so, really? oh, carvery, I haven't seen one in for a while. Yeah. <laughs> not going to go through every single pick. Um, we'll we'll do that to a certain extent when we do our, uh, uh, what do you call them? Season, pre-season, pre-season, pre-season looking forward. Primus, Season that's primus. the fucking yeah, word. Yeah, and the top three, that's where they're going first. Well, yeah, um, but we'll go through, I think, some of the highlights. Uh, I think round, the, the first top ten picks went nearly exactly as everyone thought, you know. Certainly the first five. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Really, uh, what I was interested in, in is Gold Coast. They went the, you know, the two South Australian boys in Lacocious and Ranking. If I was them, I would have taken the King Twins. That's just my feeling. Um, because obviously they, they took two South Australians because they said, you know, we're going to try and keep them both. Yeah. I would have taken the Twins and try and keep them both. Yeah. Um, besides that, uh, when they fly out the parents, they have to fly out one set. Yeah. Save money. Save money. And, and also, if one gets suspended and one gets injured, then you can swap them over and uh, say this. The, who, who's going to tell? Yeah. Who's going to tell? Um, you can do a DNA test. doesn't fucking matter. So, really, the first surprise of the night was uh, Taron Thomas, who got an early bid. Um, yeah, I thought he was about 12 to 13. Yeah, I, I thought teens. So, Adelaide fucked us over again. And that's something funny, too. Like, you thought about 12, 13. I thought 15, teens. What the fuck do we know? Like, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, said- considering uh, we've looked back on previous drafts and who's gone between <laughs> three and fifteen, and some of them don't play a fucking game, yeah, I reckon we're in with a shot of calling ourselves experts. Yeah, it is silly. I wish there was, um, you know, if TAC was on, at least you could try yeah, and yeah, actually understanding and yeah. televising the draft would actually mean something. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it meant the um, travel commission itself, so like a breath of people that were making yeah. the picks. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. Um, so he went a little bit earlier, but it meant nothing really. It meant, I mean, North Melbourne looked at it and went, oh, all right, so we lose pick 70 as well. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the problem was that uh, Bailey Scott was also expected to go around 15 to 20. Yeah. And ended up slipping well back. Yeah, I guess so he went way back. He went plus 30. Like, I think it was 36 even. Um. And the other one was Nick Blakey, who went a little bit later um, than they thought, because they uh, thought he might have been a top five or a top six. Um, but yeah. once he slipped, that meant uh, the old Sydney loophole swans could come in. <laughs> if there's a loophole to be found when it comes to drafting or trading, the swannies will yeah. find you it. See, yeah. I actually respect that. I do yeah, too. Me too. Yeah. Because Using the rules. They're not cheating. Yeah, I mean, for anyone that you know isn't aware of it, um, you have to use your earliest pick to match bids. Yeah. So they yeah. bid away, what was it, 24? Yeah, something. Yeah. They Traded that away for some later picks for the same amount of points, really. Yeah. Uh, and then they matched with, like, you know, 35, 40, 40, yeah. whatever, to get uh, Blakey. And then they traded back in. Yeah. 26. So a different pick, but around the same, yeah. you know, round. Um, and then people have gone, well, they've they've dodged the system. It's like, yes. Yep. That's yes, what they've done. Yep. And but that's what live trading does. Yeah. And you could have done the same. Um, you know, this is when they... This has been said a few times. When they changed rules, what they need to do, I think it might have been actually Terry, Terry Wallace said it. Right. Get a couple of coaches in, uh, or ex-coaches, tell them, how would you exploit that? Yeah. And yeah. they're talking about um, game rules. 
draft rules should be the same thing. If yeah. we change this rule, how would you exploit it? Yeah. And somebody could have come up, well, I'd trade out of that first round pick, yeah. you know, m- make my match, and then I'd trade back yeah. in. Or you go to the other teams, you're like, all right, here's what they're planning on doing. Pay me money so I can tell them how to exploit <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I've, I love it that the Swans did it. Um, yeah. I thought it was very clever. I mean, the weird part for me is that he went so late. Um, the well, only thing I can 10. think of is that, yeah, the only thing I can think of there is that if you're, say you're Adelaide or Port or whatever, and yeah. you're like, all right, no, nah, we're going to put in a bid for him, you know there's three other teams that can match it. Like, yeah. granted, Sydney have first call, but if Sydney don't match it, then North and Brisbane still have the option of matching. All right, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, they've got a preference thing now. I, I thought you could only nominate one. But anyway, keep going. Yep. Can, you can only nominate one, but you can have a preference now with the Father, Son and Academies. Right out. Um, so they're like, well, all right, we'll put it in. But then it's definitely going to get matched, and I don't give a fuck. Like to, to them, costing uh, Sydney a couple of draft points is probably you know fun, but not really that. Not as much fun as getting the loophole. I can imagine yeah. the yeah. shit and <laughs> grin on their face and like, this is and, actually going to work. And they planned it, you know, months ago as yeah. well. They knew this was happening. Yeah, right. it's like a trick play in the NFL. Yeah, like, yeah. They practice it. They're like, we're well, do you? We're not going to get a chance to use this, though, are we? Oh, you never know. Hang on, right hook and ladder on one. We'll do it. Um, fucking hoop. And okay, uh, not much else interesting in the first round, um, but there was uh, one more big thing from Carlton. Oh, um, I thought you meant big pickup from uh, GWS. Who's, who's that? Benny, Benny King getting picked up uh, from Gold Coast. Gold Coast, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, right towards the end of the first round, uh, Carlton has decided we don't need our first round pick next year. We, we've got our our boy. They're up and up. Um, so they've, uh, right at the last minute, they've come in, traded with uh, Adelaide and got uh, Liam Stoker in. Traded away next year's first round pick, which if you look at Carlton, it's going to be, you know. Top five. Yeah, it's going to be a good pick. I was, I was top five, yeah, probably top three. Yeah. Um, I don't well, think they're going to finish bottom because that's Gold Coast. But yeah. yeah, I think Gold Coast the next couple. at the bottom. Uh, who could finish lower? I mean... If something goes wrong, St Kilda, I yeah, think St yeah. Kilda will finish second last, and then mm. uh, and then Carlton or another unlucky team. Yeah, yeah, I think at least Carlton has some stars. Well, maybe they well, they've really done their research and they've figured out that uh, Adelaide, after like you know, obviously collective minds, their brand is just <laughs> trashed. So as any business would, once your reputation is trashed, you just rebrand a new name, and maybe Adelaide have gone fuck. We've got to hire new mental coaches now. And they've picked up the same one. So Carlton, mind like, we're, we're on to a winner. Let's play the long con. Uh, we can we can see how we can we can rot the system. Yeah, corrective minds have come in. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first saw it, I went, "Well, that's just dumb." Um, but as it's gone on, I've gone, "You know what? Okay, I can see the point of it. If they think that uh, Stoker is going to be an absolute star, and if they would have picked him with pick five next year, let's mm, say, yeah. then okay, it makes sense. But you're backing yourselves in, aren't you? You're backing yeah. the young lad. Yeah, to me, it's kind of like uh, when. Uh, I, I, Fucking can't remember the explorer's name. It might have been Santi- oh. <laughs> Santiago or one of them um, yeah. came and Sense. found found the new land. It's Carmen. Burned <laughs> burned all the ships. So he's like, all right, lads, there's no even temptation of going home now. Yeah. We're here or we're dying. I think that's what Carlton's done. They're like, yeah, no, we've traded away next year's draft, so if we suck this year, uh, we're kind of fucked. But when you look on paper, I mean, they, they've got some talent. Um, yeah. Yeah, know, they've obviously- got more talent on paper than... Um, well, Gold Coast do now, yeah, and so, uh, then St Kilda easily, I'd say. Well, I mean, Cripps is an absolute star. Um, you, you're still getting good footy out of um, Murphy, 
Uh, obviously, he spent yeah. a lot of time in, injured. And Charlie, Doherty. Charlie Kernow, I think, is something special. Well, you got Kernow up, uh, up front, you got Cripps in the middle, and you've got Wiedering down back. You had a bad year, but don't worry about that. He'll come back around. Um, you throw in uh, Cripps in the middle, and now uh, the number one pick, Sam Walsh, who looks ready to go. Yeah. There's a good spine there. Yeah. Mm. Um, it, it's going to take a couple of years for it to bear fruit, but... The funny part for me with drafts is always you see their stats, like yeah. their, their physical dimensions. It's like, oh, this guy's six foot four, 75 kilo. I'm like, fucking yeah. hell. Jesus, lad. Uh, well, get on the protein. Yeah. Well, actually, Fox Footy did a good thing before the draft as they showed like uh, photos of Buddy Franklin and, and Scott Pendlebury. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When they got drafted, mm. and then five years later, then 10 years later, and you're like, yeah. and you just see like the weight just obviously goes up. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. what happens. But um, one other thing I, I brought up was that I think uh, regional footy has a disproportionate amount of players that get to 100 games. Yes. Yeah. They play with men. Uh, yeah. as, as a percentage, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of players, obviously, you have Metro versus Country games, under 18s or whatever, but it's not until they actually play against men that they learn that uh, cover yourself up, like protect yourself yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. So, I think, and because <laughs> old men don't like being outskilled at anything, so by, they're by like, you rounds. might be better than me, but I'll fucking knock you out. Yeah, and in regional footy where there's they one do. field umpire, well, uh, yeah, you can yeah, who is an old man himself. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of that too is uh, a lot of these boys, especially the South Australians, have played sandfoot this year, you know? Yeah. Um, so they've got that experience where, yeah. uh, let's say, a little bit safer. Not totally, but yeah. a little bit safer. Um, okay, talk about exploiting rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that they've had you know that experience of playing against grown men. Um, you know, and obviously the standard's a little bit better than, you know, uh, yeah. suburban country football leagues. I think it's one of those ones, though, there's give and take. Like, if you play Sandful, you still get looked after a bit. Like, the umpires yeah, yeah. look out for you and whatnot. Uh, and the, There the, are cameras. Yeah. yeah. The, the pace of the game and the skill is higher, so you have to elevate that level. Yeah. Uh, you play country footy league, skill's much less. Uh, <laughs> you got to look over your shoulder. There are beers at half time, but you learn to have that 360 awareness because <laughs> every mark you yeah. have... Because you all shower together. Yeah, yeah I got to say, it's, it's prison showers. <laughs> but you're getting <laughs> knuckles the on the back of the head all the time. There's, you know, the tummy yeah. taps. Tummy taps are the nicest thing you'll get. You get the yeah. fucking ball grab. Yeah. Just get them on the basketball court, let alone the footy field. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, what they should then do is have like a gap year for uh, the Metro teams where they go out right. and play in Mildura, they go out and play in uh, <laughs> work Wagga. As a, work as a labourer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in there and, uh, you know, they pick up a trade, they get a bit of toughness, come back, and 
all, all of a sudden the AFL's a fucking breeze. Yeah, then they can really appreciate their tits and swimming. <laughs> <laughs> See, this has made me like Jack Watts a lot more, I'll be honest. <laughs> I thought he was useless but, and boring. Now he's just useless and yeah, fun. Yeah, but go back to when he got drafted. If he had a year against men, it might have won, I think... Uh, he would have slipped down the draft a little bit. Yeah. To be um, fair, if you had a year with men playing beside him, he'd be yeah, all right too. That too. That would have helped. Yeah. Two or three years of that. Um, okay. The uh, oh, the other thing I want to mention about Nick Blakey, I'm glad he's got into footy and not, uh, you know, submission uh, wrestling because, God damn, has he got two necks? Does he really? Oh, man, he looks like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor lad. Um, very unfortunate. Uh, anyway, um, what else is interesting? Uh, so there was some uh, interesting stuff over. Uh, you know, the second and third rounders. Um, I think it was one of the rare times where an, uh, a priority pick, or what do they call them, um, uh, next generation academy pick, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. got poached in uh, Essendon. Oh, Mosquito. Essendon got Irving Mosquito, who was um, part of Hawthorne's uh, next generation academy. And they, I think Hawthorne were expecting him to go about 50 or 60, yeah. and they bid 38 and went, the Hawks went, oh, fair enough, here's yours. <laughs> See, I really hope that was Essendon going, oh, we'll fuck them over. We'll make them use their picks. Here you go. Well, uh, have him. There was, oh, shit. There was every chance Hawthorne didn't match because they weren't at the stadium yet. You know, our first pick <laughs> was 53. We probably, you know, uh, we'll get there. But, but again, no. this is like 500 when someone's bid seven hearts and yeah. you're like, oh, you're not going to them. You're not going to get them and I'm not going to eight. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, well, so the, the draft's like 500 is what I've learned. This is what we learned. It's yeah, like yes, playing yeah. cards. Yeah, uh, no one knows how to play it anymore. <laughs> um, they look very happy with themselves with it as well. And afterwards, I read all the interviews with uh, Mosquito. He, his whole family's Essendon. He's Essendon. He's loved Essendon his whole <laughs> life. You know, he idolises the Riolis and the, the Longs and like, mate, yeah. you're just going to fit. Yeah. Well, he's you know? named after the fucking mascot. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, geez, if they can get a couple of games into him, uh, kicks a couple of goals, there's their marketing for the next 10 years. Well, yeah, I did see someone did the big post on uh, BT talking about Mosquito to <laughs> Fanta- Orazio Fantasia. Yeah. Uh, and then someone punches him in the face. Yeah, which is fair enough too. I, don't yeah. know. I, I was a big supporter of BT, but I had enough of him this year. Um, That's something. Uh, it's in, just Rex Hunt. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else interesting from the draft after that? Uh, how did we end up with Mav Weller? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got him before the draft. Yeah. How did that happen? I, I like it. Um because he's just a big bodied and he's a depth player. Yeah, and we're not relying on him to do anything. So no. he'll probably, you know, come into his own. He's the 25th man. He's like, mate, when somebody gets injured, I don't care which end of the ground. Yeah. I gotcha. Jump in. Um, if uh, Richmond were a younger side as well, he's a good little bit of protection and a wise head. Yeah. Um, I, I like the player. Yeah. I yep. think he just had a down year. Yeah, I think he was in a team where he was surrounded with other people who were trying to play in the shit. same position. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or were trying to play for themselves. Yeah, yeah, that too. Or they're bored. Um, the only other thing I found surprising: we talked earlier, uh, Bailey Scott slipping. He went yeah. to forty-nine. Uh, yeah, when he should have been top twenty. And by who, all who put a bid on him? Um, it was Brisbane, I think, who also had claims to him. Yeah, I think so. But the thing was, North had pick uh, forty-six. Yeah, and you know you got to use a pick if no one else bids. You can't match it. Yeah, whatever. Um, and North's gone, mm, no, nah, we've got another bloke. We've got Curtis Taylor. <laughs> and yeah. The yeah. only non-priority uh, pick that yeah. North made. The only uh, new pickup in that draft. But uh, And then, I think it was, uh, yeah, three picks later, Bailey Scott came up and they matched it. Um, I, I can't remember who, who it was. It was one of the, might have been the Gold Coast, who actually had, um, they could, he could have nominated them. Um, so they put yeah, a he was Gold Coast anyway. Academy. There you go. Mm. Um, so, 
close on that one. Um, we got um, Justin Kaczynski's cousin. Yeah, that's interesting right. enough. Yep. Yeah. I saw Mark Bradkey's son got picked up. Yeah, Mark well, Bradkey, that's a name I've had in a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, He's a 17 year old and 6'8, I think. Yeah. Uh, big lad. Big lad. Um, I don't know what else has come interesting out of it. I thought, you know, the uh, Western Australian teams try to stick to Western Australians. Yeah. The South Australian teams try to beat the South Australians. Well, well, Port did. Uh, Adelaide, I thought, were a little bit more adventurous. And uh, the Queensland teams had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that Sydney picked up half a dozen Calder Cannons. Yeah, I mean, Calder Cannons usually pretty hotbed of getting talent yeah. there. Well, that, same as like Bendigo. That used to be the football factory before North Broken Hill took over <laughs> for a, a couple of years. Well, no, they got uh, Oakley, Northern... Dandenong. Like they got a fair no, bit of... No, so none from Calder at yeah, all is no, what you're no, saying. No, no, it was no, a shit. different team then. Yeah. <laughs> different team that picked like three Calder cannons. I can't yeah. remember who it was. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's funny they got so many Victorians, really. Yeah, well, they back themselves in, don't they? Well, Sydney's got a fair good record of that. Uh, like, of not many. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, good Coke, too, uh, by all accounts. Good Coke, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, um, wasn't there? <laughs> they no. didn't have no, it was one of those teams. Um, can't remember who it was. I'll, I'll say it's Geelong, um, but you know I've six, seventeen other teams to go. I'll, I'll get it right eventually. I know it wasn't Hawthorne. Put it that way. Um, yeah, Hawthorne are very bored when it comes to the draft. Not one. No, Not one. no and Geelong went mainly SA. Yeah, <laughs> they got uh, two Norwoods, a Central District, a South Adelaide, uh, Claremont. Geelong, they, uh, they did fuck all in and, Victoria and Oscar Brownless, who's a father son. Yeah. Um, what about Carlton picking up uh, the younger Silvani? Um, Jack's little brother, who's a little bit taller, right? Um, and Fox Footy throwing shade. Well, yeah. it wasn't Fox Footy; it was someone oh, doctoring it, was, it. It was a doctor. But, uh, it? I, yeah. I popped that up because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, um, just saying, you know, is he any good? Um, and I, don't know. <laughs> I was just following the Reddit thread, and a few of the Carlton boys um, that once he was named, you know, and drafted to Carlton, they got on and went, "Yeah, he can't catch a fucking cold." Oh, really? That's useless. So they're, they're shitting on him already, which means he's going to be an absolute champion. It's good. It's going to be like Francis Burke's done all over again. <laughs> yeah, well, Wally Burke. Wally Burke. <laughs> no idea what his real first name <laughs> can't is. Remember. I mean, it wasn't Francis Junior. Oh, no, I, I, can't remember. Nah, it was, I think it was David actually, but Walter. Yeah, doesn't I don't matter. Know. Uh, but when they had the. Um, the bars come up. They always had, you know, three, three boxes good of good things and then the question. And with the uh, the doctored image, it was uh, related to sauce, nepotism is a positive, <laughs> already had a better career than Jack, and the question is, is it actually any good? Don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't actually see the first three. <laughs> they were meant to be uh, funny as well. Anyway. Sounds like the short write-up in like, Best Bets or something. Yeah, <laughs> it is a bit. I like that. But the funny thing is, you know, there's there are people who have a whole career writing those things. Yeah. Uh, you know, they spend time going around the country, finding everything out, and they still can't get it right. Yeah. So I figure we're just as qualified as them. <laughs> and, well, that's, that's creepy, hanging around little right. boys' change yeah. rooms. Yeah. And I'm going to say he's going to be shit. Say, not just as qualified, but just as accurate. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he's going to be crap. Um, no, it's, it is interesting. I'm, like, I'm still going to watch the draft, even though this, yeah. it's going to be bo- It's like Brownlow Night. I yeah, know this is yeah. going to be boring. Well, this could be I like watch it anyway. It's like the Cloak family all over again, where you've got you to get two <laughs> shit ones to get one that's so half, good, one. half good. Then it turns out it's shit anyway. Yeah, bloody. It seemed like there was um, so many father son picks this time round, you know, and, and uh, the the academy picks and then all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about and uh, the father son um, before we started recording. How I think it's one of the best rules in sport in mm. the world. Over. Yep. Yeah, um, I love it, and I, even though it does create uh, an unbalanced um, playing field, 
I don't care because I yeah. like the romanticism of it. It's not an unbeatable advantage. No, no, no. And there's luck involved, which yeah. there's everywhere, you know. Yeah. And like the cloaks are actually a good one because, you know, yeah. Collingwood picked up two players that were, you know, I don't think played 100 games between them. Yeah. And yeah. they've got Travis Cloak who turned into a premiership player. Yeah. Um, played 200 and whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's swings and roundabouts with it all. Um, but it does feel now with academies and then uh, the uh, next generation academies, like – it felt like every third pick was going yeah, to be already a, tied up to something. It's already tied up, so yeah, um, it's making it unnecessarily complicated. And you get to the draft and like look at North Melbourne. How many they have five picks? They yeah. knew who four of them were before you walked in the door. Yeah, three of them. But yeah, yeah, um, and it's the same story with a lot of the other clubs. You're just like, oh, it takes out of it but we don't know who the fucking players yeah. are anyway yeah. it's yeah. like pre-ordering at a restaurant you just don't know what the price is yet yeah yeah pretty much um, yeah. you know it's going to be between 10 and 12 you know yeah, it's yeah. going to be around yeah. but it's also because they can go into deficit for the next year now if you don't match it's because either they're shit or they're much shittier than the cost would have been yeah. you can go into deficit yeah. yeah, you can so use... like AFL's offering a line of credit. Yep. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Cheeky bastards. I wonder what the juice on, on it is. next year's draft. <laughs> you lose one, one position per month, and uh, juice keeps running. <laughs> I'd like to say, you know, all right, you, you can do that pick, but, you know, for the first three rounds, you're 12 points behind before yeah. the first bounce. Yeah, they send Jack King around. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, but then we get to pick your rookie drafts. <laughs> oh. Yeah, all of a sudden, um, old Tyrone's got a career again. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. No, it's definitely not going to happen. Definitely not going to happen. It would be very... Actually, watching... Uh, what were we watching? The 94... 1994. Uh, I'm going to say qualifying final? Yeah, Geelong v... Um, Bulldogs. Footscray. Uh, Geelong got fucking looked after in that game, I've got to say. <laughs> it's, it's the famous game where Billy Browns kicks a goal after the siren, which, you know, when he's on TV, he talks about it and shows it all the time. Um, but yeah, we're watching and going, jeez, I've got some favourable calls here. <laughs> so, like, some marks, you go, oh, I, I don't... That's I see Ruckman that have made taps that have held the ball for <laughs> longer. Yeah, if a Ruckman did that and got tackled, it'd be holding the man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was funny seeing uh, Billy Brownless skinny with hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, old G. Ablett didn't have a kick six, didn't have a great day. Six or seven, yeah. Yeah, somehow he sprayed a lot of them. Leon Cameron playing in his first or second year of yeah. footy as well. Yeah. Ken Hinckley was there too. Um, yeah. who, there was another coach too running around. Uh, well, there wasn't another coach off the top of my head, but there, oh, hang on, um, Beveridge. Luke Beveridge, yeah. Oh, he, right. he was probably out there. He didn't play that many games as well, did he? I'm not sure. Yeah. He could have been out. Actually, I might be wrong on that one. I think at one stage, all three of them were injured too. And they so. did. Uh, Stephen Hawking was out there as well, who's now you yeah. know head of AFL or something. Yeah. It is funny, though. Just watching that, you realise that the game is so much quicker now. Faster, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and the skills back then weren't as great as they say they were. No, no. I don't trust anyone anyone's opinion on the state of the game who's over 50. Like, <laughs> I think they should be disqualified. Yep. Like the same, I actually approached the same thing with uh, driving licences. Once it gets over the age, it's definitely questionable. It should be checked in year after year to make sure yep. you've still got your faculty mm. badge. You know what I'm talking about? Because, um, yeah, the, the romanticism of the late, even like late 80s, early 90s, football wasn't that good. You watched one game that was fantastic, but the rest but, of the season was yeah, shit. At the time, though, you, mm. you thought it was great because there was yeah. nothing else to compare it to. Yeah. Um, and when you look back on it, you only remember the good games. Yeah. If yeah. you go yeah. back and watch a random ass round 12. Like, the strategy was just kick the ball forward. Yeah. 
All right, you've got yep. a mark, so yep. now I'm going to go back. I'm going to kick it 50 metres that way. Yep. I'm Don't with... run backwards. <laughs> These old cliches. Uh, use the corridor. I'm with you on yeah. the driving licence one, though, because um, I think once you have a pension, you should be issued a car that's like a bumper car. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're not allowed to go on roundabouts. Well, there should just be like a separate lane set up for like old people and drunk drivers. It's twice, <laughs> twice as wide. Uh, like it's like 10 k's per hour. Autobahn, where you've got the, like a Skeletrix track. Yeah. It's like 10 k's per hour. Yeah. Bumpers on the sides. Where you go. No, I'm with that. I'm on board. Yeah. Because um, one of the scariest things I've ever done was uh, go around a roundabout with mum when she was driving my car because um, I was drunk. I shat my pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're in a manual, you're supposed to downshift occasionally. She just keeps it in fourth and then gives the revs enough to well, justify that. It's an auto then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was an auto fucking shit puller. Jesus Christ, I was worried. But uh, yeah, uh, so in, in essence, we're advocating for over 50 to reset their license or get a shit car. Yeah. We will and truly drift away from the draft, but I'm going to continue that because there's nothing else to talk about there really, isn't there? No. Well, we'll, we'll get into it when we do our previews. Well, back on the um, father-son thing you were talking about. Um, I didn't realise the origins of that was uh, Ron Brassy. Brass, yeah. Yeah. Um, old mate, uh, Alamut Jones, uh, a Collingwood supporter on uh, Reddit, uh, brought up a bit more info about it, like uh, how uh, Ron Brassy Sr., I'm assuming it was Sr., not the second or third or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he happened to die in Tobruk, um, being yeah. part of the Anzacs and all that kind of thing. Oh, right. right. Um, I-, I thought you meant he died in Tobruk. Brooke was like, shit, no. that's uh, <laughs> not a bad way to go, to be honest. <laughs> Making a father and a yeah. son. Um, but yeah, and then the uh, young Ron was about six at the time, and the coterie uh, said, look, he's a Ron Senior was a, a champion bloke, uh, very loyal, very honourable, uh, very trustworthy. And I'll tell you what, any yeah. coteries going around, especially back then, Melbourne, yeah, it's not pretty, a bad it's one. Pretty rough, <laughs> pretty rough to get drafted into the 5th Battalion, though. <laughs> but yeah, young Ron was, uh, you know, he was a seven-year-old or whatever, living out the back shed of... Um, one of the coterie's houses, and the the mum was looked after yeah. with a, a stipend and everything. I'm oh, sorry, when you say one of the coterie's houses, I think Norm Smith is who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, and by shed, I mean, you know, uh, butler's residence or something. Uh, probably not that big, but yeah. yeah. It was a bit... Uh, yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. It was big enough. Was big enough. Um, and that was the... And because Melbourne had put uh, all this time into the young lad, I think uh, Carlton actually had claim on him for the because uh, they had the reapers zoning. Oh, zoning. Right, yeah. So he could have gone to either Carlton or Collingwood. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously, the the story starts in the paper. Um, you know, with uh, you know his father was a war hero and he was a great player. Cut down in his yeah, prime. We've looked after him since he was four. You yeah. know, he's been raised in the club. I, I think even they, Carlton and Collingwood have gone. Yeah, we're not that big a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think they even. Um, Gave a stipend to his mum, you know, that yeah, kind of stuff, yeah, and right. looked after her. Yeah. Um, and out of that, um, you know, Ron Senior played, I think, 52 games, something like yeah. that. So and technically ineligible. So, uh, the well, first... the rule didn't exist. Mm. Yeah, but still uh, it... retrospectively ineligible, too. <laughs> ineligible so... by today's standards. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but Ron did coach Sydney, so he took some of that impetus of flouting the rules with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, he coached them when they were absolutely shit, though. That's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, well, I, I do. I, like we said before, I love the father-son rule. I, I think it's just it deserves to be there. Hell yeah! Um, so the segue I was going to use that's not really relevant now anymore. But um, <laughs> I was driving today too um, with my son. Um, oh, actually, something else happened first. Uh, I had to spend two hours at a shopping centre today. Um, Fuck that! And which one? This matters. Uh, well, it was going to be Northland. Um, so it's just as bad as any other. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so were I, you armed? I dropped him off at uh, a birthday party. Then I had to waste 
couple of hours and then go back and get him. Um, and worst of all, when I got there, I realized I forgot my headphones. Yeah, so I can't yeah. just listen to podcasts while yeah. I walk around. Um, so I thought, oh, this is something great. I went to the $2 shop, got a $2.50 pair of headphones, put them on while I did the wandering around. You know, yeah. I had something to eat and did some grocery shoppings. And as I left, I threw them in the bin. <laughs> Thank you, $2 headphones. Nice. No, no, terrible. headphones. Anyway, um, when I was uh, on the way home, um, he wants to go paintballing. And I'm like, oh, I think you're a little bit young. I'm, I'm, I haven't looked it up, but I assume there's an age limit. It'd have to be, yeah. And eight, isn't it? No. <laughs> I think it's actually 16 in Victoria. I, I, I assume. Yeah. Victoria's pretty strict on that shit. Yeah. Like paintball markers like count. Abuse. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so, paintball markers actually count as a, a firearm. Yeah. Mm, or yeah. close to it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he said, oh, you've done it once before. Haven't you? I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, when did you do it? Uh, you know, I was 20 or, or something. You know? yeah. And I said, I had a job of my own then. And he goes, oh, what was your job? I said, oh, I worked at the video store. He goes, do you make movies? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. At the, at the video. And then I realized he's got no idea. No concept no, of video does stories. not know what a video store is. Yeah. And I had to explain it to him. I'm like, oh, it was like a library, but you know DVDs. Because even that's a stretch yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows what DVDs are. I'm like, it's a, like a library for DVDs. And you go and get them. He goes, oh. And then you go home and watch it straight away. I'm like, oh, you might not. You might, you know, have some you dinner. 24 or, hours. He goes, oh, usually when you buy something, you use it straight away. I'm like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a library for yeah. DVDs. Just no, <laughs> no delayed gratification for Gen YZ or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Gen Alpha? Um, I don't know. Generation Last, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just funny because literally had no concept. Yeah, and you, know, you don't realize that until you bring it up. You're like, hang on a second. This is completely foreign. You know yeah. that with some grads, they come in and they have no concept of a life without the internet. Yeah. Like yeah. To them, porn was easy. They didn't have to get a picture magazine, put it in a Herald Sun, <laughs> hold it over, and then go past a news agent and hope they didn't open it up. Um, For example. Yeah, when I played, I played paintball a few times, but uh, the first time was actually when we were back in the country and uh, a guy who ran the paintball place had just shut it down with still the equipment. Right. And so we just got all this paintball gear and just went out into the creek in the bush. So yep. there was not like a boundary or anything. We were running around and fucking yeah. these days, trees and shit. And these days they I call know. that a terrorist training camp. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But uh, I played played paintball with some of my missus friends. She didn't play, but some all the guys got out there. Hold up. Yep. You, so, pl- you played paintball with Vietnamese? A whole group of Vietnamese <laughs> people. <laughs> you are so, fucked. Worst game of paintball okay. ever. How many times on the day did you say Charlie? <laughs> I said none, but I did say Luma a lot because they Luma. were happy just hiding for the entire time. Like they did not stick no a shit. out anything. No and shit. I'm like, fuck this. Go to run, just like, ah, cats. Yeah, really, really uneventful. But you can see why they won pretty much every fucking war they've been yeah. in. Um, I've only done it once, and it was with a work group, like I said. Um, and I remember there was uh, I was hiding out in the creek on, on one of them, and uh, a girl went in front of me. Um, Probably a little bit too close. So I just went bang, bang, you know, got it and right in the thigh. Anyway, afterwards, um, she showed me the bruise and like it was a nice tennis ball sized bruise. Yeah. I was, Give me a pen and I signed it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I, I played a bunch of times. One of them, uh, mostly they're open area, yeah? Yeah, yeah. There was really one of them that was urban, like it was a, nice. a converted uh, in, office building. one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sweet. Uh, but they hadn't wound down the paint or anything. Anyway, we're running around. These guys in the opposition team had throat mics. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm like, fucking hell, they're taking shit That's, serious. Yep. I didn't realize they're actually Protectors? army. Um, right. Right. We're fucking around. All of a sudden, we hear this, grenade. We're like, huh? <laughs> Boom, this big explosion of paint. I didn't know they could get grenades. Yeah, that, that's cheating. I yeah, thought so. Yeah, fucking um, There was another one in the uh, open area style that had uh, capture the fort style thing. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you've got to protect this fort and whatever. And we were the uh, people assaulting. Yeah. 
And uh, they had the whole rule where if you're within a couple of meters, what if you say surrender, and blah, blah. Yeah. No one ever fucking does that. Um, I got in a bit of trouble with... Uh, Stop resisting. <laughs> I got in trouble with a girlfriend because we were playing, you know, a bunch of friends and one of her friends was on my team. I put her in the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> so I've said, all right, you run that way. I'll run this way and protect you. I was just right behind her. <laughs> she ran and got shot to shit. I shot three other people, grabbed the thing and took the whole... Yeah, I got you did your country proud. I did, I did. She, she died. No, she did. She died so I could win. Fine. Um, I did something similar. We did capture the flag on the one that we went, but I got hit on the side of the head. And I went, oh, well, I'm out. You know, you put your hand up and then you walk off to the side. Yeah. And then I've... The, umpire thingy he was looking yeah. at me a bit weird and I'm like if I've been hit you know, there's, there's no pain on you <laughs> I'm like oh I'm now behind their line <laughs> straight back in <laughs> we won that one yeah because you got the flag yeah <laughs> I did that as well once like when they uh, send out one team and the other team has to follow through yeah um, but we were sent out first and it was like uh, I wanted to circle back behind them yeah but then I didn't realize that the fence had fallen down. Ah, oh, so you've gone out of bounds. So me and a, another bloke have gone all the way out, like well out beyond the range, and then just thought, we're fucking, I don't know, we're in the car park here. Yeah. Come picking back up his son from school. <laughs> <laughs> Shot them both. <laughs> That'll fucking learn them. Uh, come back around behind them, and they're shitty as hell. Like, yeah. we, we just annihilated them. Uh, and we got in a bit of trouble for that one, because they're like, yeah, you've You've left the zone. I'm like, well, mate, oh. this, is, this is just painful. Do I win? Better fences. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's about it. Well, I think a uh, few weeks to go for the end of the year, but we'll start the uh, primers um, coming up soon, which means we've got to sort out our uh, ladder predictors for next year. Yeah. Now that lists, uh, I think they're finalised or they're nearly finalised. Um, so we're going to start looking at, uh, at next year's. Did they start on in-season trades for next year? No. I think the year after. They're, they're talking about it. For, they're you know, talking about um, Sanford, Waffle, VFL yep. um, drafting, like a mid-season right. draft, yep. not not trading yet, yep. um, which I, I don't mind. But yeah. end of the day, you've got 42 on your list. Plan for it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyways, um, so we've got some primers that are coming up um, and uh, some other ideas of uh, how to fill the off-season. Um, yeah, so everyone's optimistic right now, and uh, that'll, mm. that'll fade quickly. Yep. Most are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, the little sp- All right, good Peace. luck. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.